When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Week 5 in the NFL, here's your Sunday slate. RC, get us started. Listen, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and the, and the Baltimore Ravens, this is one of the biggest rivalries in all of football. But this is going to be about offensive coordinator Matt Canada of the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Mike McDonald of the Baltimore Ravens. What are you going to do to get the run game going against Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen? And those pressure packages that McDonald brings on third down, especially third and long, have been extremely effective the last two weeks. Can you find a way to block them up and give Kenny Pickett an opportunity to have a clean pocket and make big throws. Yes, sir, RC. I'm going to the Eagles Rams, and I want to see if the Philadelphia Eagles will be able to tote that note. But more importantly, where will Puka be and what will Puka do? We saw this Philadelphia Eagles secondary against the Washington Commanders give those receivers a lot of room in the zone coverages and even win in some man-to-man. -man. So I will have my eyes squarely on Matthew Stafford and Puka and see if they can make some explosives against the Philadelphia Eagles. Where Puka going to be? Since Kansas City got away with one in many ways Sunday night, I want to see Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and how they handle the simulated pressures from Brian Flores of the Minnesota Vikings. Those simulated pressures when they have six or seven guys up at the line of scrimmage, but only four are going to actually rush. Which four are they? Is it going to be man? Is it going to be zone? I think that's going to really challenge this offense because it's the strength of Minnesota. I want to see how that duo handles it. So, guys, I'm looking at the game of the week on Sunday night. Dak and the Cowboys trying to exercise some demons against the 49ers, the team that eliminated them from the playoffs in embarrassing fashion the last mm. two seasons. Wild card in 2021, divisional round in 2022. Dak, two TDs and three interceptions combined in those games and a QBR of, wait for it, 41. As we welcome you to Friday NFL Live, Hannah Storm along with Dan Orlovsky, Marcus Spears, and Ryan Clark, you got the men in black here. Oh, we are. Dan, look, Dan, we doing TV. Wow. We doing TV, D.O. Yeah. Come around. We are. I, well, I was like, I thought the jib, and then <laughs> Hannah was making fun of the Cowboys, so I thought she'd be in a bad mood. So I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> we, are, we are all good. Let's go with more on the Cowboys, Dan. Why not? Yeah, Jack yeah, got to my arm. Woo, he figures to have his hands full once again, facing that Niners defense that has used zone at the third highest rate since the start of last season over that same span. Jack has a 30-point drop-off swagoo in QBR for man-to-zone coverage and his 11 picks against zone. In that time, they are tied for the second most in the NFL, trailing only Justin Fields, 13. Of course, he looked a lot better last night. Swagoo, if the Cowboys are going to have some success against the uh, on offense against the Niners defense, what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to lean into Tony Pollard. Um, this is about explosive plays. An explosive player. That's how you uh, kind of combat what San Francisco does from a defensive standpoint. We know that they swarm the football. We know that they tackle well and they can get after the pass. I think Tony Pollard is one of the key cards, obviously, to what Dallas does in totality and offense. But it's particular games like this yeah. where his skill set is really should be put on display finding them the ball and getting it to him in space. I'm not just talking about handoffs, trying to match him up against two who I think are the best tandem of linebackers in Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw, trying to get those guys in some space and maybe use his speed to beat some one-on-ones that you could potentially get. And also, if you send pressure, Tony Pollard should be the pressure buster when you get him behind blitzing linebackers or if they bring guys off of the slot. So I'll be interested to see. He needs to be around 15, 20 touches in this game, no matter how he gets the football. Yeah, I do think they should try to run the football in two specific schemes that they should try to run that Arizona actually had some success on. One is duo. Now, duo is when basically the whole offensive group makes a bunch of double teams. You're not going to one-on-one block. Look at Marcus. One-on-one -on -one block this group in San Francisco that much. So – the duo concept just to try to get three or four yards. And I think Dallas is good at that. And then split yeah. flow. What I mean by split flow is you run one way and bring somebody across the line of scrimmage. It just that linebacker group is so good. You got to force those guys to play maybe a little bit hesitant or see something. So Marcus, to your point, like those would be the two runs. 
I also say this, throw left if I'm Dak Prescott. Now, that might sound weird, but number one, Charverius Ward at corner to the right of that offense is playing unbelievable. Look at the difference in pass coverage. Yeah. To the right side at the one bottom, more. they're the best pass covering defense in the NFL when it comes to QBR if a quarterback's throwing to the right. To the left, they're a bottom six or seven unit, and that might be weird, and I don't – it's wow. just – Charverius Ward is playing at such a high level. And D'Amador Lenore, who's the left corner more often than not, is a good player. I just don't know if he's consistently playing to that level that he's been known to in the NFL and he's still a young player. If I was Dak Prescott, most of my pass attempts would be going to the left of the offense. You know what? Think about this, though. What team in the NFL doesn't have a very high draft pick that starts at corner? When you're talking about Mooney Ward, I mean, Traverius Ward, we call yeah. him Mooney. When you're talking about Traverius Ward, we're talking about a guy that wasn't drafted. The same with Diamador Lenore. And so that tells you what sort of team they have, what sort of scheme they have, and how they like to play their corners. Now, Traverius Ward has elevated himself to be on a tier with a Pro Bowl caliber sort of level of play. And then also think about the pass rush. It's not necessarily about what you throw or where you throw to the right or what to the left. It's what you throw. We're going to watch that Traverius Ward is a guy that will sit on a route, believes in his speed, can play through the hands and play through the pocket when you get deep into parts of the football field, where Diamador Lenore is a little bit differently. Think about last year, the interception that we saw in the playoffs on the, on, on the comeback to the outside. Dak Prescott's extremely late, but that's the sort of player that Lenore is where Traverius Ward would love to challenge more likes to make it sticky big and physical when he tackles as well but this is a game that for Dak Prescott in this offense and for Mike McCarthy like forget it bro like bump it what what, what are we scared about yeah you know Mike Tannenbaum this morning said if it's second and seven second and uh, two in, in the shot zone we ain't gonna throw the ball because we want to run it we don't want to turn it over take a shot no doubt. go play action see if you can win one this is a game that you don't yeah. win playing scared do not play scared, Mike McCarthy. Do not play scared, Dak Prescott. You don't have anything to lose and everything to gain. Man, if you look at our picks, by the way, there's not a single person here that is on the Cowboys. We are all on the Niners. And Dan. Marcus, a, darling. A Marcus. 17 14 game. I, I think both defenses are fantastic. I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's out I of saw you pick the Ravens this morning, Ryan Marcus. Clark. Don't get on me this evening. Don't get on me this evening, RC. I saw you pick the damn Baltimore Ravens uh, early well, guys, this morning. All right, you guys. I, I got to step in here. All right, hang on a second because we got some news. Uh, the Denver Broncos have traded Randy Gregory in a seventh-round pick to the Niners in exchange for a sixth-rounder. He only played ten games for the Broncos. Now gets another chance to play with a contender. How about that? All right, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor also in the news in the limelight as he returned to practice this week. The All-Pro had been in a contract dispute with the team and had right ankle surgery landing him on the pup list. Asked whether he wanted to be with the team going forward, he responded, I'm here right now. This is Shane Steichen, his coach today. We'll see. We'll see. Conditioning-wise, he looked good. Um, again, you know, it's been a while since he's been out there, but he looked good, you know, the last couple of days, and uh, we'll make that decision uh, when the game comes around. He plays on Sunday, obviously, first time getting hit in a while. Um, but again, like he did a good job running the football, seeing the holes. Um, shoot, uh, he's a veteran player. You know, he's played a lot of football. And uh, shoot, like he, he looked good. And assuming all is good health-wise with Taylor, Indy should love having him in the backfield to help their rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Taylor averaging just under 5.1 yards per rush over the previous three seasons. That's the third highest mark by any player in his first three seasons in NFL history, trailing only Nick Chubb and the great Hall of Famer, Gail Sayers. Always a good day when you can invoke Gail Sayers on the program. All right, so guys, what kind of impact will Taylor have on the offense? Uh, let's start with you, RC. Listen, I think what we have to start recognizing is that Shane Steichen is a Shane Steichen is a real life OG at the, the offensive coordinator play calling position. When you think about what Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles were last year to what they are this year, the way that he's maneuvering Anthony Richardson, using his legs, getting into the pass game, getting him outside the pocket, I think he's done an amazing job already. And so now we're gonna have two physical freaks on the offensive side of the football in the same backfield. 
The way that Zach Moss was able to remove, to maneuver, now you put a guy like Jonathan Taylor who can take the top off of a defense with his speed in the pass game and in the run game with explosiveness, and you add that to Anthony Richardson putting those defensive ends in the bind, and now the pass game gets better because the play action is more dangerous and more viable. I love everything about this move. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor got backed into a corner. The only way to get out of that corner is to come out running, and that's what he'll do for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, for sure. Swaggo? Hell yeah, RC. Hell yeah. I love you. I love that you use the word explosive because that's what he brings back. It's October, y'all. It's yeah. playoff time in baseball, and he's a home run hitter. When you start talking about this zone read that he's going to have an opportunity to play with Anthony Richardson and the space that will be created by using it. Think about this, y'all. Jonathan Taylor was good without this dimension to this offense. Yeah. Now you add this with Anthony yeah. Richardson, it gives him more space to operate. I think it's very similar to what we see Christian McCaffrey doing in San Francisco right now. Just because your eyes have to be diverted to so many places. So if, he's, if he comes back, as the Jonathan Taylor that we know that we saw be very explosive in a very condensed line of scrimmage with eight guys in the box. Imagine what he can be now that Anthony Richardson is back there with that threat of a keeper. I think yeah. it could be great for Anthony when it comes to the zone read, fellas. Like we, the zone read, obviously, they've yeah, had yeah. success with. And because the backside defenders are kind of paying attention to Anthony, what happens if Jonathan Taylor comes back and he starts ripping off those explosive runs that you guys are talking about? Then Anthony might have the opportunity to rip some off. And we, one of the things we loved about this mm -hmm. matchup was that zone read. One of the things we loved about Anthony was his long speed. He's got the speed to make some 20, 25-yard runs. So if those backside defenders are going to collapse just a little bit more, I think this could be good for Anthony as a runner. Marcus, also, have you ever swung a baseball bat? That's a good question. Yes, I have, and I was damn yeah, I think good he at has. Can you? I was actually good yeah. at baseball. Dang, you were good? What was your batting Dang, average? Dang, we playing baseball down here? Wow. I don't know what he's thinking. He's seen me do every He's seen me do every athletic thing, and I've been good at it. And he won't ask me, could I swing a damn baseball bat? He's just, he just, he's I, just setting yes. you up for, for t to be I able just to answer to know. yes. Like, and what, I was what, good at it. Were you like a third baseman? No, were you no. like Pudge Rodriguez? Like what? I was a I was a I was a first baseman. Why I gotta be playing? Hey, hold on, RC. We was gonna skip that. We was gonna skip that. Can we look at our picks? You little skanky dudes. Yeah, go ahead. Picks for the game. I don't know. I mean, I hate to enter. This is really scintillating discussion. Who I took? The Titans. Yeah, I got the Titans. Swaggoo and I are on the Titans. You guys took Tennessee. This train, this train is like, thanks it to is you, Dan. Track. I'm strong, thanks dog. to you, I'm strong. Dan, I'm I might fit. add. I'm he is back in the studio and, I don't know, misbehaving. <laughs> All right, coming up on NFL Live, the Eagles secondary. Man, they have their work cut out for them. Look who's back. It's Cooper Cup. We got poop in it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NFL Live is brought to you by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Time now to read and react. First up, Jets offensive coordinator Daniel Hackett going back to Denver facing Sean Payton, who was so critical of him preseason. Take a listen. So it's a chess game. You know, they know that we know, that we know that they know, that we all know what we know. And 
So you have to take that with a grain of salt. There's there's always a couple things you want to throw if, if you have some, you know, kind of 100% or I would say nothing's 100%, maybe a 95%. But, um, you know, we've also had to get ready for our game too. So um, we've, we've corresponded a little bit. Of course, they know that you know that I know, and I know that you know what exactly he meant. What was it? <laughs> hey, listen, I got to put my mic on. Oh, Nathaniel yeah. Hackett is, is sort of one of those very different humans, and he's being different here. But I remember when Apollo Creed was talking all that stuff to Ivan Drago, and Ivan Drago never answered. He let his wife, Brigitte Nielsen, answer. I don't know what her name was in the movie, but then it started. He came out to living in America, and he got punched in his stuff, and that's his Exactly what the New York Jets have to do. All the talking don't matter. It don't matter what they know that we know that you know that we all know that we want to know. That's 95%, but it might be 100. Somebody got to come out and play football, and that's all Nathaniel Hackett, Zach Wilson, and the New York Jets should be worried about. And they need to be as intimidating as Brigitte Nielsen was in that movie. Wow. Okay. Um, next up, Lions running back uh, David Montgomery joined the St. Brown brothers to talk about the impact of Jamison Williams. He is now eligible to play. And by the way, Amon uh, Ra, he did not practice again today. Take a listen. It's gonna be electric, man. Um, it's gonna be some. This the this the most high powered offense I've ever been a part of, bro. Um, and just to add a piece like him, bro, like it's gonna be insane. Just like we were here and we doing all, like we need to be better. And we will be, but like Jamal will take us to another step because there's just so much, so many more things we can do with him. All right, six games as a rookie last season. What do you expect, Dan? Yeah, something that I'm not necessarily notorious for, speed. This is an offense in Detroit that's very good, but they don't really have someone to, like, take the top off a defense or scare a defense vertically. Now that Jamison Williams there, you're going to have not only the opportunity to actually throw the ball downfield in their play-action game, but you are going to get defenses and safeties so fearful of that speed, it's going to create so many big voids in that play-action chunk game for Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. This is a huge deal for Detroit's offense. All right, we don't know if Amon Ra is going to play or not. We do know this. Uh, Taylor Swift is the talk of all of football, and today Travis Kelsey spoke about what it is like being in the spotlight now even more than ever. We're learning with the uh, paparazzi just taking photos from uh, from all over the place, but at the same time, it's uh, you know, it comes with it. It comes with it. you got a lot of people that care about Taylor and uh, for good reason. So it's... Um, you know, just uh, just got to keep living and learning and uh, enjoying the moments. And um, at the end of the day, you know, I've, I've always been pretty good about compartmentalizing and being able to stay focused in this building. So I, uh, I'll just keep rolling with that. You know, we, we actually cut that bite off a little bit early, Swagoo. At the end of that, he said, I was on top of the world when we won the Super Bowl, and now I'm even more on top of the world. What does that say to you? Oh, that man is living the dream, okay? <laughs> that's the that's all you can say about this, all right? Travis Kelsey understands not only the marketing side of this, but dog, it's always great when your wife make more money than you. And I would, she would be my wife already, Hannah. I'll be talking about, <laughs> you want to get married? You want to get married after I play this game next weekend? That's what Kelsey is doing. I will call, I will tell Trav, man, I got to get with him. RC, you reach out to him or Dan, let's talk to him. He got to get his beard back, man. I'm sick of this, this mustache thing. He got to get his beard back and start looking like the swagged out Kelsey that he was. RC? Crowd now. You don't understand that. That's his new crowd. We no longer with the catching Kelsey crowd. We with the Swifties. You gotta blend in, man. It's a it's a different deal. He's looking for a whole different demographic. Yeah. Don't hey, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. You know you he know. is not okay. A, he ain't, okay. Hey, I love hey. it. He's down there at the Grand Ole. Picking up what you're down. He has that Grand Ole Opry down. I got news for you. I'm it's not picking up yeah. what you <laughs> Please don't go there. Hey, that boy is not wearing Jordans <laughs> no more. He wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh, oh. Birkenstocks. <laughs> the Jordans is gone. Hmm? Oh, we ain't in Louis V. We in Kelly's. Jesus sandals. I am so shorts and polo. Hey, Birkenstocks are cool. Hey, 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 my hey, wife's hey, got a pair. Oh, oh, hey, oh hey, He is I not in gumbo no more. He, he on casseroles. Great. I love them as a couple. That's all casseroles. If they, if they lose, don't come Suck after Taylor either. I want to tell you guys that. All right, so listen. Let's talk about.
Patrick Mahomes and Fantasy this week. We're going to check in with AI Generated Fantasy Insights, Bill with IBM Watson X. Uh, at the Vikings on Sunday, uh, Patrick has a high projection of 22.4 fantasy points, which is seventh among quarterbacks this week, and his low projection is fourth among quarterbacks. All right, Silicon Justin Fields connected with DJ Moore. Hey, Mr. DJ. Early and often helped him steamroll past the commanders. Dan breaks it all down. What did you see from the Bears offense that impressed him the most? Up. Throw to your good players. Don't stop the rock like tick tock. Don't stop the clock to break the door till the early morning. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This week on Sunday, NFL Countdown before the Cowboys Niners showdown, see how Christian McCaffrey is inspired by Bruce Lee. I love the movies because of the action, but when I really dove into what he was saying, I became really fascinated by it. And what's really behind the Eagles' tush push. Kick off your Sunday with us, NFL Countdown at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Well, the Miami Dolphins are trading for receiver Chase Claypool as the Finns and the Bears swap 2025 draft picks with Miami giving Chicago a sixth-round pick in exchange for a seventh-rounder. This comes after Claypool was a healthy scratch for the second time in five days. Here's his new head coach, Mike McDaniel. You guys, you guys want me to say it, don't you? Yeah, he's fast. That's cool. But we have a team that really respects, uh, you know, each other and respects um, and really has love for, for each other. So you're, you're competing with people, not against them. So I, I think that's a good, good situation for any player to come into, um, and you know that like every player that's that comes here, they get the opportunity to earn their place within the locker room. There we go. Some other news around the league. Now Sean McVay said today Cooper Cup will play Sunday, returning from that hamstring injury. And Cup's former teammate Odell Beckham Jr. expects that he will play this week for the Ravens. Also, the league will not discipline Jamal Adams after his sideline outburst at the independent concussion doctor. And Dolphins left tackle Teron Armstead will miss at least four games after being placed on IR mm. with a knee injury. Let's go back to Thursday night football, Dan. And Justin Fields and the winless Bears in our nation's capital to face Sam Howell and the Commanders. An opening drive of the game. They set the tone on third and long. Fields find a DJ Moore for a gain of 58. Yeah, this is fantastic. A very clear mindset for the Chicago Bears. Let's get our best offensive weapon, the football, very early on. Great throw from Justin. Then he fouls it up. Third and 14, you're thinking, get field goal range right here. Drives that ball in between that corner and safety. Great throw from Justin Fields. Yeah, both of those plays on third and long. And then we transition to the second quarter. And, and here they go again. Beautiful catch here and, and a perfect throw. The strong hands. You see how yeah. he plucks it off the corners, essentially the head, and pulls it away from This is great by DJ Moore. So that corner can't get that left hand fuller. And they're very strong but smart by DJ Moore. Spectacular. He is such a smart receiver. It's a great word for him. Huh. Uh, and here, uh, Hal is Late. picked by Greg Stroman Jr. The middle. This is just awful. Yeah, it looks Sam, terrible. Sam just brought his eyes too late to the middle of the field. The receiver slows down and he's undercut. I mean, they rally a little bit, so they make it a 10-point contest in the fourth, and they had to have this field goal by Joey Sly, and this is just the way that the night went. I mean, this is a 46-yarder 
That's no good. I mean, I can't do it, but I would love to see the kicker make it. Yeah, uh, fields to Moore. This is the knockout blow. 230 yards for Moore. 81% of the receiving yards on the night for the Bears. Stop routes were a big deal. One-on-one -on -one through the perimeter. Justin drove it so often, and then DJ Moore made those plays. Listen, their first win in almost a calendar year, 40-20. to 20. You mentioned it. Here's what they did. They really went after, Dan, to your point. Yeah. They went after the commanders on the perimeter. Of Moore's 230 receiving yards, 225 of them came on passes thrown outside the numbers. Yeah. That's the third most in a game since 2006 when ESPN began tracking pass direction. It only trails Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill. So we're going to send you over to the touchscreen. We're not. The touchscreen's not My working. My friend, but you're not at the touch. Wait, the touchscreen isn't working? It's not working. But we're going to. I didn't gonna, know that. that we're going to okay. figure it out. So, but you know okay. what? We're going to pivot here. Unacceptable. That's right. That's, we're going to figure is, it out. I like, I like that word. <laughs> I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how we're about the Bears to, offense? We're going to have to take, y'all going to have to take Dan to the hospital after this. <laughs> He's going to have to go to the hospital. I know he is. <laughs> He's okay. I'm not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> commanders weren't happy either when that Bears offense came out of hibernation. What yeah. happened last night, Dan the man? It was the Chicago Bears deciding to be aggressive on third downs. It started from the first third down of the game. They have third and nine. At the bottom of the screen, that's DJ Moore. He's going to double move. Sets him. There's a little double move versus man coverage. That's the first third down, third and nine. So then we go to that whole shot, essentially, to DJ Moore. It's third and 14. Now, speed at the number three position. That's Mooney down the hash. DJ Moore on the seam. And then the back at the bottom of the screen, the corner and safety kind of get lost and forget about him. Justin drives that football. This is third and six, next one. DJ Moore at the top of the screen. He's going to run what we call a sluggo. Slant and go. Why? Because it's third and six. And so often, corners are going to sit on what we call the sticks, right? They're going to sit at six or seven yards expecting the offense to run a route that's going to get them six, seven, eight yards to get the first down. So if you go to that first third down of the game, it's third and nine. They run essentially like a lean curl or hook, which would set at about 10 yards, double move. And then that third and 14, it was really smart because they put the back all the way to the left. And RC knows this, like when you put a non-pass catching back out there, a lot of defenses won't even like acknowledge yeah, them. Yeah, we don't care nothing about you know, that. They, they won't pay attention to them. Nah. Then they put Mooney at speed, <laughs> and they get him in the, the vision mm -hmm. of the safety, and they forget about DJ Moore. And then that last sluggo, it's third and six. You fake the slant, and then you go to the back pylon. Really smart. And this has been their identity has not been on offense. It's been traditionally on defense. And we always lament it when they're terrible on defense, yeah. as they have been. But they seem to get a little of their swag back uh, last night. Swagoo, what were you seeing on that side of the ball? I love the fact that they not only uh, forced some turnovers, but they then they were able to turn them into points, but more importantly, aggressive. I think Iberflus took over uh, the, the in-game call, play calling, and mm -hmm. I saw a little bit more aggressiveness. Even in coverage, it was it was stickier. The guys up front were rushing better. He brought Strowman on the, off of a slot corner blitz and was able to get to Sam Howell as yeah. well. I just love the fact that these guys played with the type of energy they did. It's been tumultuous in Chicago. They heard all of the talk as well. This defense has been very, um, very, they have left a lot to be desired for as much attention that we've given to Justin Fields in this offense. I felt like last night they played with a lot of energy and juice and it translated into causing some turnovers and making some big plays. And from an aggressive play calling standpoint, trying to dictate to Sam Howell in this offense mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to play top down, tackle a guy and see if we can hold tight when we get into the red area. I felt like they've been doing that a little bit too much this season. It was a lot more aggressive plan and they and, and they executed it well and created some turnovers like I said. Yeah, the, the real turning point. They lose their DC. Ebert flu starts mm -hmm. making those calls and Justin Fields calls out his coaches and says, put me in position to succeed. Yep. Really interesting what they've done. Oh, what did Magic Johnson have to say last night? So he weighs in on social media. You know, he's a limited owner of the Commanders. And he says, tonight the Commanders played with no intensity or fire. We didn't compete in the first half. We got down 27 to three headed into halftime. It was too big of a hole to climb out of. And that's why we ended up losing 40 to 20. We love Magic on Twitter. RC huh. tweets about all the teams uh, that he is part of. But those two words, no intensity or fire. What did you think of that? You know, those words are important. For so long, we've 
allowed the black cloud that hung over the commanders to be attached to Daniel Snyder. That's no more now that Josh Harris and his group own the team. And Magic Johnson is a part of that. I've only ever seen Magic Johnson smile since he retired. I'm sure that's some side effect of being a billionaire or something like that. I don't really know what that feeling is. And so for Magic Johnson to come out yep. and say this publicly about the team that he's now become part owner of, this is important. And here's why it's important. Ron Rivera has only had one winning season since taking the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl in 2015. And this team was supposed to be steadily ascending. Maybe there's somebody on the team that's been looking for a head coaching job that can't seem to have a head coaching job or get one that has two oh. Super Bowls as oh. an offensive coordinator that's on oh. that staff. Who knows? But one thing we've talked about is there's a guy on that staff who preaches intensity, so much intensity that he was called out in camp by mm -hmm. players, and Ron Rivera didn't have his back because he wanted it so bad. He wanted to push them. He wanted them to excel. And so when you look at this team not playing that way, giving up plays on the outside, Emmanuel Forbes not playing well, St. Just Juice not playing well, there's so much that needs to change. And if Magic Johnson continues to see this, if Josh Harris continues to see this, they ain't tied into nobody on that coaching staff or in that yeah. locker room. Mm -hmm. Some changes could be coming, and they could be coming Cole. soon. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I don't know you, Cole. <laughs> yeah, I'm ta obviously talking about Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> when you look on the defensive side of the ball, they've allowed at least 30 points here in four straight mm. games. All right. Meanwhile, uh, the Bears and their fans mourning one of the all-time greats last night. They were sporting his number, linebacker Dick Buckus, who passed away yesterday. Many fans watching that Thursday night game coming out with the number 51 as the Bears got that much needed win and Buckus arguably changed the game and even his position on the field as a middle linebacker. He was at the epicenter of the creation of the feared Bears defense, the monsters of the midway. Nobody was more terrifying. Buckus made eight Pro Bowls. He was twice named Defensive Player of the Year and he really did set the standard with his speed, and his ferocity. Sarah Spain takes us through his considerable legacy. There are very few names that stand out when you hear the name and you just sort of shudder. The ultimate football nightmare is attempting to block Dick Butkus. Well, I call him a maniac, stone maniac. The word linebacker is synonymous with the name Dick Butkus, a man born to play linebacker for his hometown Chicago Bears. Drafted third overall in the 1965 draft out of Illinois, Butkus was taken one slot before another Chicago legend, Gale Sayers. As a rookie, Butkus recorded five interceptions, recovered seven fumbles, and fell short of Sayers for Rookie of the Year. He immediately built a reputation as one of the game's most ferocious hitters. Well, he wasn't a, a dirty ball player. When he hit you, it was a clean shot. It was just that the impact, you didn't have to see 51. You knew who it was just by the impact. I don't think he intentionally went out to try to maim someone. He just played that way. He was just mean when he put that uniform on. When he took the uniform off, uh, he was a different person. What I considered, or they considered dirty, I, uh, I don't consider it. But no, I never took that many cheap shots. I'll hit you, and I'll do whatever it takes to get to a ball carrier. You know, if you do something a little bit more different or more intensive, somebody, then you stand out. Selected for eight straight Pro Bowls, Butkus defined the middle linebacker position. He flexed his attitude and intensity to gain every advantage on the field. Yeah, it was kind of a rainy, muddy day, and uh, at first I noticed there's a lot of mud on the on the ball, and the official would wipe it off, but of course Butkus was talking to the officials and probably stepping on the ball and squishing it in the ground or something in the mud. And it's always messing around. And then I come up to get over the ball and someone did spit on the ball. Despite his menacing presence in the middle, Butkus played for only two winning teams during his career and never saw the postseason. Knee injuries forced him to retire in 1974 at the age of 31. He would parlay his tough yet charming image into an acting career, where he was featured in commercials, TV, film, and analyst work. A two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, 
1979 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and named to NFL's 100th anniversary all-time team, Butkus was honored by the Bears in 1994 and retired his iconic number 51 at Soldier Field. I stand before you with deep humility and pride. I'm proud of Chicago, and I'm proud to tell you that when I played for you, I gave it the very best I could. Buckus died at his home in Malibu, California at the age of 80. Our condolences to his family and all of those who loved him. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Week five of the NFL season, and it's time to look at a few games. Have the fellas give us one thing that is a total lock in each game, and then what will be the biggest key. For the second straight week, the Jaguars are playing in London, this time at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against mm, the Bills. Great stadium. Tough news for Buffalo. See, Dan knows. He's all about London now. Uh, Trey White is lost for the season after the torn Achilles, but look who's back. Von Miller at practice this week. He made the trip to London. Uh, joining a team that is atop the NFL in sacks and takeaways already. Dano, give me a lock for the Jags and the Bills, Mr. London. Yeah, it's a lock that the Buffalo Bills will get under center with Josh Allen and give players like Stephon Diggs the chance to go utilize their greatest skill, the route running down the field. They will challenge this Jacksonville secondary with that. Josh and that big arm and the route running ability. Tyson Campbell is a great at the line of scrimmage corner. Struggles a little bit to find the football downfield. It is a lock that the Bills will challenge that. All right, RC, what's the biggest key in this one? I mean, we heard about Trey White not being available this game or the rest of the season because of the Achilles, so I expect Trevor Lawrence to try to attack them. To attack them, you need Calvin Ridley and Trevor Lawrence to get on the same page. We watched them play extremely well week one, but we haven't seen the same sense of connection between the two the last few weeks, and this would be a great week to get that going. You're going to have to compete with what Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs can do, and those two players can do it, and we need to have that for Trevor Lawrence to ascend. Hopefully they're adjusted to the time zone. All right, the Eagles are at the Rams, both coming off overtime wins. First time ever, by the way, the Eagles are going to play at SoFi. How about that? Uh, Jalen Hurts coming off his best game of the season. On the other side, Matthew Stafford. Now we know he has Cooper Cup off IR and Puka Nakua, one of the top candidates for Offensive Rookie of the Year. So Marcus, what do you think is a lock here in this game? get down, A.J. Brown will get down the field on one of those one-on-one go balls and it'll be an explosive play for the Philadelphia Eagles offense. And second thing is, A.J. Brown coming into the stadium and he's hearing all of this stuff about Puka Nakua and he gonna be asking everybody in L.A., y'all forgot? Y'all ain't got no love for A.J. Brown and the Philadelphia Eagles? We in California now. That's what they about to do. So look for the explosive play to happen to number 11. He was pissed off a couple weeks ago about not getting the rock. He going to get it this week against the Rams. Get down, A.J. Brown. All right, Dan, what's the biggest key? This is strength versus weakness. The, the zone defense for the Philadelphia Eagles in their eyes versus Matthew Stafford and the manipulation and or the look off with players like Puka Nakua and, hey, Cooper Cup is back, folks. 
So this mm -hmm. offense that has been rolling and killing zone defenses now gets a guy that was the offensive player of the year back two years ago. Mm -hmm. That is going to be the key. Can that Eagles defense play a little bit better than they have? I can't wait to see what the mad scientist will dial up now. Yeah. All right, the Texans ride into Atlanta on a two-game winning streak. Applause, applause. C.J. Stroud off to a great start. Number two overall pick, six touchdowns, no interceptions in his first four starts. Meanwhile, Desmond Ritter, he really struggled in week four, three turnovers, but his head coach Arthur Smith says they will not make a change at quarterback. Okay, RC, give me a lock in this one. The rookies will run the room. On the Houston Texans, it's going to be about C.J. Stroud, the best quarterback of this class and one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league when you look at what he's accomplished thus far. And Dan knows this better than anybody watching the Atlanta Falcons last week. It's about B. John Robinson in Atlanta, whether it's the pass game or the run game. The dude is absolutely dynamic. I've had an opportunity to sit with both of them. They're both leaders of men, but we see what they're already accomplishing on the grass. Yeah, Stroud's leading like a veteran. All right, What's the biggest key? Desmond Ritter needs to watch the movie Frozen before they play the game and listen to the popular song, Let It Go. Let It Go. I got to shout out my man Dan Orlovsky for this one. Stop being hesitant, man. Get the ball out of your hand. Be decisive. When you see it, let it go and rip. You talked about this earlier this week, Dio, yep. and I think it's a premium against this Texans team, especially this defense with, with the way that they're playing aggressive because of how C.J. Stroud and this offense is rolling. Desmond Ritter got to start going now, or he may be watching the game as opposed to letting it go. Hey, yeah. who sang that song? No, like in I, it's in Frozen, and we don't need to hear it. We know Let that you know it by heart. Who was it? it? I Elsa? Don't know. Was it Elsa? Man, it was Elsa. Somebody man. Yeah, yeah, it was Elsa. 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 You watched that movie. Yeah. Long yeah. hair, don't care. Manny Pacquiao All when right. he was <laughs> drink. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Our Week 5 Monday Night Football matchup features Jordan Love and the Packers squaring off against Devontae Adams meeting his old team. And the Raiders, they're doing it in Vegas, 8 Eastern on ABC, ESPN, Deportes, Peyton and Eli once again on ESPN2. Ravens and Steelers, one of the NFL's best rivalries. Each of the last six matchups has been decided by one score. Steelers have won five of six, but oh, Kenny Pickett is coming into this one with a bone bruise on his knee, suffered in week four after a loss to the Texans that had Mike Tomlin promising to make some changes. Now, this Ravens defense will present big challenges for Pickett. Baltimore has sent DB blitzes at the sixth highest mm. rate in the NFL this season, and in doing so, the Ravens have allowed the third lowest QBR when using a DB blitzer, along with the second most pressures, not to mention a league-leading six sacks on such plays so far this year. I'm already scared. Okay, Dan, what are your expectations for the D? I mean, look at look how look how excited Swagoo is. I mean, he is ready. Hey, you got a red shirt on, dog, for this. 
and I don't even know about Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's trying to get into his like zone, his headspace. I feel so bad for you. That's that grandma shake. That's that Louisiana grandma shake on the porch. This how when she don't want to agree. She used to sit on the porch in her rocket chair. That's right. Hey, hey, RC. RC, that's grandma's sign that it's time for all the grandkids to leave the house, right? She got oh, yeah, we gotta she's, go. Yeah, she's we gotta had go. enough. Yeah, we gotta go. She got, she got, she got into another she, fight at school. She's had enough. She's like, oh, y'all gotta get Tyson on out of here. Lot. Dan, Dan set us up for this defense against the Steelers. So you, we saw we saw that player, right? In that graphic number 14, Kyle Hamilton. He's become the star in many yeah. ways with Rokon Smith of his Rokon Smith of his defense. And the way that Baltimore pressures him. And this is why it's it's more difficult for a quarterback in an offense to handle his blitzes, number one. He's very good at it. So tackling in space mm -hmm. is a strength of his, absolutely. But two, when he blitzes, the speed and the length that he has, it's so much different than yeah. a blitzing linebacker or a, a traditional nickel because you can't bully him. You can't necessarily athletically laterally move with him. Many ways, Baltimore's like weaponized him as a pressure guy. It's going to be a huge thing for Pittsburgh to try to handle this weekend. Swaggo. Yeah, yeah, Dan, we saw that, you know, come to fruition against the Indianapolis Colts. That was the game when yes. we saw him start going three. off, even in the loss. But I'm a, yeah, he had three. I'm going to these two linebackers. I think Roquan Smith, I, Fred Warren and Dre Greenlaw right now is the standard to me, but these two linebackers for the Baltimore Ravens are going crazy now. And we saw the Texans get, I mean, we saw Pittsburgh get a little bit of this run game going in the second half when they leaned into it with Najee Harris. It was physical runs at the center of the line of scrimmage. So guess what type of football Roquan Smith likes to play, y'all? Phone booth football. Yeah. That's who he is. And Patrick Queen yeah. is also used as another blitzer. So I'll be interested to see, because of that success that Pittsburgh had late in that game, and Kenny Pickett's health, if they are going to try that phone booth football and see Roquan Smith and Pat Queen get busy. Maybe they need somebody Superman to come out of that phone booth. I don't know uh, if the Steelers are going to have any chance, right. RC. What's going to have to happen? Man, honestly, Hannah, we'll take Lois Lane. Oh, I take the dude that ran the Daily Planet or whatever the hell it was newspaper they work for. I take, I take oh, the Green Lantern. So I take Robin. You Robin. give me Wonder Women. Give me anybody, bro, because it it ain't working. You know when you look at this team, Geno Stone and Kyle Hamilton have been amazing in those blitzes. But it's also been about what Roquan Smith has done as a leader in organizing this defense in every play, allowing Patrick Queen to run yeah. sideline to sideline. They have to create big plays. I don't know how Matt Canada does it, but there has to be some more creativity that allows Kenny Pickett to get. Not only time, but George Pickens to get opportunities yeah. down the mm -hmm. football field. We are all on the Ravens in this one. Y'all all have the Steelers scoring 17 points. I only have them scoring seven. Hey, can I say something right quick? Yes. Hannah, can I say Hannah something right quick? Hannah always got somebody scoring single tonight, digits. It's pretty good choice. Tonight, my daughter, yes, high school yes. volleyball, Preston Wood. Preston Wood, uh, high school, my daughter, volleyball tonight, ESPNU, 9 p.m. Eastern. There you go. 9 Let's go. Number one player, 20.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 